podcast. How's everyone doing? Amazing. So I guess good. that's like a, uh, it has to be an unanswered question for the listeners, but you know. <laughs> oh. Oh, that I was to them. I thought you were talking to them. Us. That's what I that thought. actually on the phone with you, but I that would know. be a weird assumption. <laughs> I ain't talking to y'all. No, <laughs> um, does Lexi what? sound different or what, everybody? Mm-hmm. I got a new, I got a new guy. Um, sounds like I'm in the studio now instead of crack and pop. What's that one? What's that one type of cereal? Snap, crackle, and pop. pop. Rice Krispie treat? Yeah. Oh, not treats. Oh. Just the Rice Krispies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Now we all sound like we're in the studio. That's that's kind of crazy. We're in the studio. People might not think that we're living in three different states now. Yeah, but we are, and you wouldn't even know it. I have a new obsession. Oh, gosh. It's called Fresca. Have you guys heard of it? Fresca? Mm-hmm. No, girl. It's a sparkling water, and the flavor is grapefruit something, which I can't believe I'm giving out this information because this is a delicacy. It's going to be a delicacy. I already know. But it's literally busting. I'm not kidding, you guys. You guys have to go try it. It's refreshing. I'm pretty sure it's zero calories, zero sugar. And I'm not a fan of sparkling water. But that, it's right here. Is it giving similar vibes as to Celsius? Because kind of, it's kind of tastes like Sprite. Oh, I could get behind that. Have you all tried the Poppy drink? I love Yeah, I just had one. Poppy's good. Hey, yo, Poppy's hey. good. But again, it is a delicacy because like, ain't no way I'm having one of those a day. Them things are right. so expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, But I mean, like I, I've learned, I used to not be this way, but I just like to have something to sip on. Like, I think that's what I liked about Celsius, which I'm, I'm getting off. Okay. Guys, don't worry. I'm cutting back. You're fine. I, I have people that are really concerned about my well-being now. So <laughs> I like... <laughs> I like need to stop. So I am, it's not like an addiction. I just like to have something to on. So I'm finding things to like mm-hmm. switch it out for. Cause I realize mm-hmm. it's not the caffeine that I crave. It's the flavor. Flavor. <laughs> like yeah. having something like a drink. So that's mm-hmm. might be on the list of things. Yeah. yeah, I do. I definitely try Fresca, the grapefruit flavor, the grapefruit flavor. That's specific. I haven't tried the other fav- flavors, but I've heard that they're no bueno. But the grapefruit, that's where it's at. Poppy and Olipop are also busting. Mm, okay. If you've never one, had Olipop. Which one's the real one and which one's like the Walmart version? I think Olipop's real. Olipop used to be sold in like Whole Foods or I'm pretty sure it still is sold in Whole Foods. It just now started being sold in like Walmart, Kroger, mm. um, Target. But originally you could only get Olipop in like Whole Foods, the Fresh Market, or I don't even know if you guys have that by you, but I know you have Whole Foods. Okay, on a completely off topic, but it's literally been on my head all day, and I made chicken for lunch. Are y'all do y'all also have a fear of salmonella? No. Yeah, uh, kind of. I cut up if I cook chicken, I cut open every piece and and look in the inside, every single piece. Oh yeah, no, I was doing that today, <laughs> but I I've learned to just trust myself. I cut the one in the middle. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, okay, let's just hope for the best. But like, apparently this is not a normal, like a regular fear. Like the average person does not fear salmonella, but the only time I don't no. fear it is if cookie dough is involved, then I just oh. throw all caution to the wind and I'll eat an entire thing. of cookie dough, And yeah. I don't yeah. fear it one time, not even, but 
even if I got salmonella from cookie dough, I would still go back to it. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, yeah. <laughs> it's just, I feel but like it's, it's not even a question. That's no. literally, it's just going to be what it is. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's just how it is. Um, what's everyone's favorite type of cookie dough? Chocolate chip. Easy. Yeah. I, I would say chocolate chip. Questions. Good answer. The right answer was chocolate chip. I was afraid Peyton Rose was going to say something like oatmeal raisin. <laughs> Ew. I hate oatmeal free, dairy free, <laughs> sugar free, sugar free, fun free, yummy free. <laughs> yeah, if y'all don't know, Peyton Rose is really healthy, which is a good, it's a good trait to have. We're crapping on her because we want to be more like her. <laughs> crapping on her because we're jealous. Really, she has really good healthy habits. Yes, like being my friend. <laughs> <laughs> like putting up with us. Like, yeah, that's not that a healthy a habit. <laughs> yeah. That is, <laughs> no, probably not. It probably caused more damage than good. No, I'm just kidding. But so today we kind of wanted to talk about just overall, like not being timid, understanding where, who holds the power in our lives and like where the power comes from, obviously the big man upstairs. Um, So my, I was, we were like opening this up with what have we individually been like more timid or worried slash anxious about recently in our lives doesn't have to be within like the last week or just like whatever's recent for you subjectively what have you guys been like anxious and worried about hmm. my feelings i am so <laughs> this is just funny because i talked literally talked to Lex about this day i hate confrontation but it's specifically when i really truly do leave truly care about somebody any anybody friends family anything where I'm just like I just want to appease people like even if my feelings go and are thrown under the bus that's fine as long as everybody else is happy Mm -hmm. and I've struggled with that in like relationships in friendships where I just avoid the conversation as a whole because I don't want to make anybody upset or uncomfortable and so like I'm very timid and I get anxious about my emotions. I did this when I was in North Africa. I do this when I'm leading with people. Like I would rather just throw my feelings aside and just allow somebody to do whatever, even if it's like not malicious intent at all. And they just don't know. Like I would rather just allow them to keep doing what they're doing rather than be like, actually, can we do something different? Can we talk about this? This is bothering me. Mm -hmm. I hate that. I would rather just ignore it and move on than bring it up. And it makes somebody else feel bad or uncomfortable. <laughs> right. Totally relatable. Yeah. Confrontation is the worst. Those that are good at confrontation, take it as a win because I I can't stand it. I yeah. feel like from softball, I've gotten better. Like in Moorhead, I've definitely gotten better at confrontation. Yeah. But I definitely am still in the same boat though as that. Mm-hmm. See, I got like good at confrontation on a field like with a team I got good at confrontation now that I'm outside of confrontation this is going to be so this could hit the wrong or the right crowd I don't know but like I feel like our generation and people are just so soft that confronting like certain groups of people about certain things like 
it could immediately turn people into a frenzy of who knows what because mm -hmm. it could be taken completely out of context or it could be taken completely the wrong way even if you're hitting the nail on the head with love and grace and so I feel like it so depends on like the just the people that you're like talking to because our we have just gotten into like such a soft <laughs> generation I talk to my classmates about that all the time where I'm like literally our I feel like that just society in general has gotten so soft and like can't take criticism heat nothing well yeah I mean and it goes back to like the scripture I mean we one of the things we loved about Pastor Daniel at, at Better Life is that he preached black and white like right it's, it's becoming a part of like pastoring now that mm -hmm. that pastors are preaching in a gray area and mm -hmm. so they're not preaching with the confidence in the gospel. They're not preaching straight from the gospel. They're preaching feel good message. They're preaching gray area messages and it's confusing mm -hmm. everybody. Right. And, you know, mm -hmm. The black and whiteness of the scripture. And there are some things that are a little bit like, not that they're not black and white, but there's this confusion or mm -hmm. translation differences or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I think I agree. I think we have pastors that are leading soft Christians Mm -hmm. that are just very um living gray lives right i would say um mm -hmm. and so i think like as a whole society yes but also in the christian world i mean we have people that are living soft lives because they hate the confrontation of um like people in your life and keeping people accountable and all those things and that's hard i mean that's like literally one of the things i struggle with so i'm here right that. that's hard right Peyton, what about you? Like, has there been anything where you feel like you're like almost too timid about or like worried about like giving up to God to like give him give him back the power in your life, basically, of just whatever? Yeah, I think my work in my study, I just like it, that's one aspect of my life that I'm like forgetting to give back to the Lord because I think it's just my job and I think it's just like what I do so I don't even think about like allowing God into it if that makes sense mm -hmm. so it's like now I'm entering into a busy season um for tax and so like longer hours and then after that I study a lot and so it's like piling up and so I just tend to try to carry it on my own instead mm -hmm. of and like worry about it on my own instead of like sitting down and praying about it and an actually inviting God into it. So it's like that aspect of my life has really been eating at me for the past week. Um, All right. That is relatable. And I feel like me and India were talking about earlier before you hopped on the call is that like people don't, I don't know if people know that your job is like located in San Francisco. So we were talking yesterday, like how we're potentially going to meet at like 615 or whatever, but you like, you were in a meeting that was going longer and yeah. for them over there, like corporate mm -hmm. or whatever, that's meeting at like 315 for them. And it's like nothing, but like, you're having to work from nine until who knows one until they're ready to be done basically. And so like, right. kudos to you, honestly, I, I would have a hard time probably struggling not just like trying to tackle that by myself too but yeah and like that that, that time difference uh, it goes back to what like what you were saying India where like I want to say like in the meeting when it 
it's like eight o'clock my time I want to be like can I can I hop off like it's almost like that time kind of thing <laughs> so I don't want to but I don't want to confront them about that because mm-hmm. I mean it's part of my job but now I'm going on like 10 hours of working and I just want to I just want to sleep kind of thing right but yeah that's something that's been very heavy yeah the trying to find like the work-life balance in general yeah is really tough yeah mm-hmm. what about you Lexi um for me I thought about like I've definitely been struggling like with school it being my last semester of classwork like it just I just feel like there's an added level of stress that has kind of been like attacking me and I've definitely let like the enemy fester thoughts in my head of like oh my gosh what if you made it four and a half semesters and all of a sudden this fifth semester you don't make it through or like how many people are you going to disappoint if you don't make it through this last semester and then you have to wait a whole year before you can take the class again and blah, 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 and whatever, knowing that, like, I've trusted God this whole entire way. I trusted God to get me in this program. I trusted God through semesters one, two, three, four, and up till now, and I don't know why I would throw that away now. I'm not throwing it away now, but I have just have definitely let, like, that worry and anxiety and stress, like, build up for the last couple of weeks for sure. And I also feel like um, recently, like I've been sucking at reading my Bible. I'm just going to be so flat honest. I've been sucking at it like the past probably two weeks. I I just was talking earlier about it. And I was like, honestly, I don't even know the last time that I truly sat down and read scripture. And that is definitely playing a part of me like feeling stressed and anxious and whatever. Because then I then I like sat down and realized like, oh, I haven't read my Bible. And then I get hit with like, oh, you're not a good Christian. Oh, you don't want to grow your relationship with God. Oh, you don't want to spend time with the Lord today. And it just like festered. And I'm like, okay, I need to go ahead and give power back to like who holds the power. Because I, at this point, it's been two weeks and I'm recognizing it. Like I need to pull it together and get my train back on the tracks. Mm-hmm. So I pulled this verse, which is busting, by the way, in 1 Peter 5, 6 through 9. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that at the proper time he may exalt you, casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. Be sober-minded, be watchful. Your your adversary, sorry about that, your adversary, (laughs) okay, hello, Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. Resist him, firm in your faith, knowing that the same kinds of suffering are being experienced by your brotherhood throughout the world. So my favorite part of that verse is where it says, your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, because to me, like a means like, He's a wannabe. He's a wannabe lion because God is the lion and we're the lamb. So Satan is saying here, like, he is a wannabe lion. He tries to make us think that he's powerful and strong and mighty like a lion, but he's not. He's a liar and he's the father of lies. He's not going to be strong and mighty and, like, thunderous the way that God is an actual lion compared to, like, him being He's always going to be a Laika. He's never going to be a actual lion, you know? Yeah. And I think like, that's one of the, the funniest things about the enemy that we know and we see it. That's, what's crazy. Like as believers walking with Christ, we see that the enemy is just 
this guy who's trying so hard to get our attention. Like right. he really truly is. And you think back in the scripture when Jesus is in the desert for 40 days and he's hungry and he's thirsty. And you know what? One of the big things that Satan goes for is his authority. He goes and he's like testing Christ's authority. And that's what the, that's the thing that I think that we forget a lot about is the authority that Christ has, the authority that God has over everything. And we know it. He doesn't have to prove it because we know it. And right. the enemy is going to continuously be like, oh, so do you have authority? Do you have power? Can you do this? Can you do that? And mm -hmm. and he's going to continuously just beat you down and, and just um, test you continuously and push you to a point where we don't have to be tested. Christ, I mean, or we are tested to, in order to be stronger, but like God mm -hmm. doesn't need to be tested. God isn't tested. God already won all of these things. Like, right. like it's cool to think and sit and just be like, you know, God has all that authority, all that authority that Satan's trying. I mean, Christ had the authority. He has the authority. Satan was like, so you're going to throw yourself off and, you know, have the angels come swoop down. He's like, of course, Christ, Jesus could do that. He didn't do that because why would he give in to what Satan was trying to do, trying to test his authority? It's mm -hmm. like, he knows he has the power. Right. Satan knows he has the power. It's kind of gassy. Exactly. It also, it also reminded me of um, Matthew chapter four, whenever I was intently reading my Bible, which I'm going to get back to. Nobody worry about that. That's between me and the Lord. And I will get back to read my Bible intently. Anyways, back to what I was saying in Matthew chapter four. The devil keeps trying to tempt Jesus over and over and over again. And finally, finally, he's like, be gone. Leave me alone. Like, I, you do not hold power over God who is over me. So quit trying to tempt me with all this stuff because it's not going to work. Again, that's my own interpretation. And it, that's not exactly what it says. But paraphrase. <laughs> paraphrase. <laughs> paraphrase. Yeah. I just, I was thinking about um, in Job at the beginning when god had to give satan authority to um mess with job or like oh um, yeah i don't know what the word not mess with but like um test him yeah test him like god's like okay i give you the authority like god literally had to give satan authority mm -hmm. right imagine, imagine that interaction. no literally. <laughs> imagine that interaction where satan goes up to god and he's like please like he's just yeah. so minuscule and he's like please 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 like you're so lame dude like go yeah. back to your hole literally leave Let, like. literally leave like <laughs> literally the name of jesus alone would get you running away scared so like beat it yeah right just beat it beat it just just, <laughs> just beat it no but seriously i mean think like truly think about that when you when you truly understand the power of just Jesus's name in general makes demons run and flee and cry like little babies to their mommies. Like that, <laughs> that's so, that's so embarrassing for them. But that's, but in reality, like we also, we are the children of God who has that power and authority right. to scare these demons away by just jesus's name that's crazy mm -hmm. like you saying i rebuke this in the name of jesus alone has power and it's mm -hmm. because it's because of god it's because we're his children like there's nothing that you can do but it's like what i imagine the power of god to be like and the authority 
that we have because we're children of God, like uh, on this earth. Right. So it's like thinking of when, you know, you're younger and you're talking with this kid and you're like, my dad could beat up your dad. And like, you have just full confidence that your dad would just drag this other kid's dad across the floor. Like you Mm. just know for, you just know, like deep down in your soul, you have no doubt that your dad could whoop up on little Johnny's dad. Like nobody's worried about that. Right. And so you have this full confidence that your dad is going to have that power to do that. And you're going to sit there and talk and you're going to say, I'm you're like talking all this mess on the kindergarten kindergarten playground saying my dad could whoop up on your dad what is the literally the craziest thing is is that like like christ defeated death like defeated death didn't just Mm -hmm. like face it turn around and run away Mm -hmm. faced it head on died and then rose again like that's a power that this is like unimaginable and we get to say we're child of the one true king Mm -hmm. i'm a child of the one true king my dad my heavenly father could well created your <laughs> all of this so like you know that's power to that is just unexplainable sometimes it's just hard to explain <laughs> but like yeah, why would yeah. we question the lord's plan for us why would we question his authority when that's how i mean yeah yeah that's a tough one i don't know why i truly don't know why we um still question him because i was thinking this same exact thing like we know that God holds all authority. We know that he is the greatest of all time. And yet, we still allow the enemy to have ability in our lives. And by that, I mean, like, we allow the enemy to, like, have the ability to instill fear in us or to instill worry and anxiety in us. Like, why do we... Why is that like such an initial reaction as Christians, no matter how much like preachers preach at us or we see videos or we read books or we read the Bible or we pray like our like we still have like a second nature reaction of fear and worry, knowing like whose hand is on it regardless. Yeah, I mean, that's valid. I think for for me, thinking of it is just a perfect reminder that we're human and that we can't do a thing by ourselves. I think like part of that anxiety, it's like when you're growing up and you're like going off into the world by yourself and you're experiencing all these new things and you don't know how to cook chicken. You don't want to get salmonella. You don't know how to (laughs) fix your running toilet. You call your dad, Mm -hmm. you call like you call your parents. And so Mm -hmm. it's like thinking about how that whole experience works. Like you have this, like this anxiety low key all the time, doing all these new things, going through life, being like, do I truly ever know how to live by myself? Do I truly ever know how to experience all these things by myself? And I think that's just a reminder that we truly can't do anything alone. That's why we have this fear. We have this anxiety day to day. It's like a perfect reminder that we are human and that we were created by God, but we are faulty and we are sinful and Mm -hmm. we do need to rely on him because we have no power on our own. The only reason Mm -hmm. we have power period is because of the Holy spirit that dwells within us. And so it's like thinking about that is just a perfect reminder that lean into that anxiety and say, I'm anxious because I'm human. And because I want to rely on Christ and take that anxiety and turn it into a deeper relationship with the Lord instead of Mm -hmm. 
leaning away from the anxiety and be like, oh my gosh, I'm terrible. I can't believe I'm anxious. I don't trust the Lord, blah, 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 blah. But it's like, you're anxious, lean into it. Say, why am I anxious? Why am I questioning what God's plans are for me? How can I grow deeper into relationship with Christ? Of course, this is all easier said than done. And like sitting here talking about it, I'm sitting here thinking like literally today I was talking about this and I did not do that. So yeah, (laughs) that's my advice. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. I think in the times where I feel anxious and um, fearful is when I think I can do it on my own and I think I have enough strength and then I get to the end of my rope and I'm like, wait a minute, I literally can't take one more step by myself. And, um, but I have a verse for that though, that I've been trying to memorize. And I think it's kind of a little popular verse, but it's in second Corinthians chapter 12, verse nine through 10 says, but he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you for my power is perfected in weakness. Therefore, therefore I will most gladly boast all the more about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may reside in me. So I take pleasure in weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, and in difficulties for the sake of Christ. For when I'm weak, then I am strong. So I think it's literally like in order to like see God's power and his strength, you have to humble yourself to the point of, okay, I am weak. And being weak is not a bad thing because that's when you can fully surrender and allow God to work through that because he can, he can't work when you're holding on to something so tightly and wanting to control it. He can right. only work when you let it go and leave it up to him. So it's okay right. to be weak. It's okay to be like anxious and, and fearful. Yes. But like turn to God because God that is your strength and like God is your strength through those times right and honestly like fear has no power unless we give it power just like Mm -hmm. the enemy doesn't have ability unless we give him ability because ultimately fear is like placing more trust in things that we can control instead of placing our trust in the unseen and the unknown and placing our trust in what we know that God ultimately has his hand on um yeah so yeah, that's a really good verse, Peyton. I like that. Yeah, that is. There's one thing I want to I want to say in this because I heard it over uh in North Africa and it changed my changed my perspective. But it was one of the things when they were telling us, like, okay, you know, this is gonna be something that like Muslim culture is going to counteract when you're teaching them about the gospel or telling them about the gospel. Um, they're going to say like, your God is so weak that he came into human form. Like human form is so weak. Like, why would he do that? Blah, blah, blah. All this stuff. Right. Oh my gosh. How cool is it that we have a God that put himself in human form to come down and to live a life with us suffering. I mean, there's a song called son of suffering. Listen to it. It's amazing. But like, he literally came down, walked this earth, felt that grief felt sadness, felt joy, felt all the emotions, didn't sin. God's so powerful that he came down and did these things and then performed miracles and then loved people who were extremely unlovable. And I know because if I were walking with Christ, I would probably be one of those people that would be really hard to love. And so I'm like, I'm saying all of this to say, 
we serve a God so powerful that he put himself in human form that he sent and he suffered on the cross, rose again, defeated death. Let's go. Like what? So like that is such powerful. So going back to what you were saying, there is power in vulnerability, Mm -hmm. right? So like pouring into that, like human weakness to say, I literally can't do anything on my own. Mm -hmm. And like, there is power in that. And that's, there's power in that because Christ came down in human form as the most powerful, like deity and came down and was at his most vulnerable state Mm. and was literally killed and then rose again. Mm. Like there is nothing more powerful than that in and of itself. And so pouring into that weakness, like leaning into it, because that is what connects us to Christ the weakness of humanity and like he was not weak whatsoever mm-hmm. at all and so knowing that knowing that like leaning into that a little bit is like jesus so powerful was human and like we can what that's what connects us to christ was that we were both human or human mm-hmm. anyways i thought that was yeah. cool. but what also is cool is like and it's still like is just insane to me is he was here in human form going through the suffering walking to the cross and in like in any second he could have snapped his fingers he could have used his like authority and been like you know what no I'm done I'm going back up kind Mm -hmm. of thing like right you guys fend for yourself but like what you were saying he was so powerful enough to to not even use his authority he was like I don't even I don't need this kind of thing I I'm doing this for y'all kind of like, I'm doing this out of my love right like like that's crazy he was so powerful he didn't even need his authority because he was sinless through all of this and it just blows my mind yeah it blows my mind every single time yeah that is really good Peyton good good and more good well guys um before we wrap things up I would like to see if you guys have on the spot thinking of what is a go-to song that you listen to whenever you feel like fear is just like fear, anxiety, worry, stress is like overcoming you and you like there's one worship song that you know is going to ultimately like put you out of like feeling that way. Islands in the valleys I think is what it's called. I already, I only know Highlands and it comes right up, but let me, but let me look. It's basically saying like, I will praise you on the, it says, I will praise you on the mountain. I will praise you in the valleys all the same. That's like the main thing. And I think that's so, I mean, that's like pretty basic, but it's a long song. And if you say it, say the thing over and over again, you praise the Lord and you worship him after you're done, you're like, okay, I feel better. You know, mm-hmm. like, I just need to get that out and say, God, like, I'm going to praise you regardless. I'm going to praise you when I'm at my rock bottom and I'm going to praise you at the top of my highest mountain. Right. And I think that's really cool. And I think that helps me with the anxiety because it helps simplify things. Honestly, right. we complicate things way too much to be like, oh, what if this doesn't happen? What is this? That? It's like so simple. Life is so simple when you think about it. Right. Mm-hmm. True. Um, yeah, it's. It's called You Say by Lauren Daigle. And period. And it's it's so good. I'll read y'all a few verses or lyrics. 
says, you say I'm loved when I can't feel a thing. You say I'm strong when I think I'm weak. Period. <laughs> and that's it. And that's it. That's it. And that's that. the mic drop. Mine is um, Fear is Not My Future by <gasps> Get Old Maverick City and Brandon Lake. I, I remember last fall when I was going, uh, when I was in the trenches, I literally lived by that song. I was in finally like, uh, I don't know, a couple months passed by and I was like, that is so true. Fear is not my future. You are. Sickness is in my story. You are. Heartbreak's not my home. You are. You are. Let's go. And I was, you death are. is not the end. You are. Like, are. all of those, yep. I would literally blare that song in That's my gas. car and sing it so loud. And it would come on. Like, I would literally turn it over. I'd be like, let's <laughs> go. Yeah. Daddy's going to love that one. There is no fear in love. Perfect love <laughs> casts out all fear. And true. Exactly. Yeah. So let's go. Like, why fear we, when we right. have perfect love? Let's right. go. Does anyone have anything else? What do we want to leave the? Also, what one do more we thing. call the uh, listeners? We're the peas. What are they? The pea pods. They're okay. the frying uh, pan. I don't know. We'll think about it. <laughs> <laughs> They're the. I don't know. But one more thing I've been doing lately. What's here? Which is weird, but like I would. <laughs> If y'all ever have a chance, go outside and just sit there and look at the stars at night and just, just picture, like, God literally assigned each star. And it's just insane to actually look at them in person because it's like, wow, you realize how big God is in that moment. Mm -hmm. And I've been doing that for the past few nights. I'm like, that's literally insane. Kind of weird. But something no, you should do. weird. That's not weird. It's, I think like it's so easy for all of us. Every every human, every Christian who whatever you are, it's so easy to like not understand the literal bigness of God. That's not yeah. even that probably doesn't even make sense, but he's literally so big. Yeah. And, like, seeing the stars and the grains of sand on the beach, like knowing that he literally placed every last one knows him by name and like yeah, he's he's literally so big and we forget that yeah so that's a little reminder if you are forgetting about how big god is go outside look at his creation i, think I love good. that yeah that's good remind <laughs> yourself yeah well this week i challenge all of us three and anyone else listening to cast out all fear lift it up to god and let him have the power and authority back in your life and not giving the enemy the ability to um, instill that fear in you. Rebuke your thoughts in the name of Jesus. That's literally like capture it, rebuke it, throw it away. Mm -hmm. That's what I do. Anxiety, self-deprecating humor, mean things about yourself, rebuke it in the name of Jesus, throw it away. And Peyton? The peas are officially out. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.